My accent is horrible. I sound like the people in uh, what's it called? Well, Glorious well, Bastards. Welsh is Nadolik Clowen. Nadolik Clowen. Nadolik. 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 Our new is like shit, basically. Hey guys! Hey guys, it's Troy! It's me, your hey boy, guys, back, back with another video. <laughs> okay, we'll give it a minute. And then we'll go straight into it. We're recording right now. Okay. I, I, I mean, hate doing intros. We need some dead sound for uh, to start. I hate doing intros. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Films of the Fellas podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what's gonna happen. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> try again. Try again. What's it gonna be? Sorry, Josh. Sorry. Take two. No, no, I won't do that. We'll keep with that one. <laughs> okay, fine. So this is our New Year's special. Hope you had a good Christmas. We certainly have. Lol. How do you know that? Um, <laughs> don't ruin the magic, Troy. It's the fourth episode, which means you're either on board with the podcast or you're not. Or you're just, <laughs> well, there's literally just us listening at this point. <laughs> yeah, you're either totally on, on board with this or, or you're like, like, just our mum's listening. Just, just left, yeah. le left it on autoplay or something. Fell <laughs> 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 asleep. Anyway, so... This is definitely not what I'm going to listen to to fall asleep. I'm going to listen to you think, why did we say any of this? <laughs> Right, so in our new, we've all prepared five to ten films over the past decade, mm -hmm. and we're going to make one god tier list oh. with yes. all of our films. <laughs> Jack's <Josh, Josh laughs> just ready for the list already. Okay, so it's not quite a tatty list. That's fine. The way we do it, I'll uh, go from ten and then go around. Or we're just going to list each person's list out. In I think we should just go, go, go from ten. Oh dear. Have we all got ten? I've got seven. I got seven. I could add. I, reckon, I, I think we just say say one from each person and go round. Okay, I think that's what Bartlett's trying to say. Is he's unprepared. Well, <laughs> no, hey, I no, got he's seven. got seven too. Yeah, I can add another three. So, would them. anyone like to read out their first film? So, did we only pick no one? Order, out of ten. No. Oh, so okay. What we're okay. Who who would like to start? Okay. Um. Where am I going? Go on, and you can start. Okay, well, where should I start from? Just the top of my list? Just yeah, go for it. I've, I've added another one on just now. Just because I was feeling unprepared, so now there's eight instead of seven. Take that, Josh. Sigh <laughs> <laughs> sound effect three. <laughs> Bruh. Okay, so um, I'm going to start with number eight, which is Seven Psychopaths. Oh, yeah. that was a pretty spicy we film. Together, did you? Did we? Yeah, we did. It was good. It was, that was really good. good. I wasn't expecting. It. Yeah. It if like, I yeah, if I watch it again sober, it'll probably make my top ten. It's quite quite <laughs> early on. Yeah, that was uh, somewhere somewhere around about 2011. And honestly, I've watched that film many times. I remember the first time I watched it, I had no idea what was really happening, but I liked it. I just kind of like the style of it. Mm. I like. It's a good idea. That director um, mm. did In Bruges as well. Yeah, I need to watch that. Mm, in Bruges, free. We, uh, we watched the clip in your bedroom and it was hilarious. Yeah, the it was one so where the... like staring that midget in the eyes. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was so, so good. But yeah, that was a really, I really like Seven Circle Pass. Mm. It's um, it's kind of a weird, kind of a weird one. Would you like to talk through the plot? Okay, so it's about this guy who's writing um, 
a screenplay called The Seven Psychopaths, and his friend called Billy um, is trying to help him with the screenplay so he can you know, be a producer. Um, and what happens is he puts out an ad in a magazine calling for real life psychopaths to come and meet them so they can talk about their experiences, which is which invokes havoc. Um, there's also, it's kind of hard to explain the plot because this is happening at the same time as Billy stealing dogs, which leads to the main plot. Mm. Steals this gangster's dog, and then they end up in the desert talking about psychopaths, and they have a bit of a shootout with this gangster. Well, I can imagine it's just like Billy Eilish stealing dogs. Yeah, well, <laughs> Billy, uh, what, no, the guy from Iron Man 2, which isn't Whiplash, the other one. Uh, oh, what's his name? Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, yes. Sam Rockwell steals dogs, and Christopher Walken helps him. Yeah, it is, a, it is a really good film. It's like a good, fun Sunday afternoon film to watch. It's a good, fun film, but it's also got, like, it's really well shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's so well made as a film. And uh, what's uh, what's the, the main actor? What's his name? I have no idea. I, I think it's Colin. I'm not Colin sure. Firth? No, not Colin Firth. Colin Firth's the guy from Mamma Mia. What's his name? Colin <laughs> Far- Farrell? Is it Colin Farrell? Or it might be Colin Farrell. Is that the... Yeah, I think it's He's Colin a fantastic piece as well. It's, it's Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. He's a really good actor. Really yeah, like. Colin Farrell. Yeah. He's really? the guy named Bruges. Like, like two very different characters in both. Mm. But they're both Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's Irish, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Which way are we going to go? Troy or Jack? I nominate Troy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <coughs> okay. Wait, let me just... So, my number 10... Number 10 is uh, X-Men First Class. And, right, in my opinion, it's the best X-Men film. Because it's just like... It's, what it did is it took the X-Men and just spun it right on its head. Because it was the first of the prequel ones. Mm. So, James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, and all those lot are in it. And it's... It's a commentary on the Cold War, but it's also a commentary on, like, to trust in the government which is pretty good and also it has the mm. Cuban Missile Crisis in it yeah that's the one when they go back go back, back in time yeah no, that's, that is a really good oh no 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 travel. that's that's Days of Future Past yeah. where Hugh Jackman goes back I always give him so up. First Class is great have you guys seen First Class? oh yeah but um <laughs> <laughs> like no I haven't um, I'll take your word for it at number 10 I bet it's good yeah I just I also like it because Kevin Bacon is the villain and God bless Kevin Bacon. So, yeah. God blesses Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Josh, what's yours? Uh, so, these are in no particular order. Yeah, I was about to say. But uh, it's a film I watched last week. <laughs> <laughs> and it's made the list. So, it's called Mid-90s. Oh, you oh, told us about Mid-90s. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. yeah. I was honestly, one of the... What's it? Like, it's just the most interesting film I've ever seen. Mm. Just the way... In in more of a sort of like film nerd type of way, the, the way of shot and that, like the storyline obviously sort of uh, appeals to me because it's about skateboarding. A kid starts skateboarding and meets friends skateboarding and all that. And his mum doesn't want him to do it, but it's just yeah, it's Jonah Hill's directing debut. Uh, yeah, it was released last year, and it was quite a, obviously a really small budget film. I don't think it went to the cinemas. Went straight on DVD and now it's on Netflix. Um, 
yeah, it's shot in uh, really weird like ratios. So it's you know now films fill the screen, but it's got the old black bars on the side. Mm. Yeah, it's got that the old grain and the film crackle, even though it was shot in twenty eighteen, which is mm. quite cool. That's mental. So it makes it look like it was made in the nineties. And Jonah all of been up to a lot recently. What's that? Jonah Hill's been up to a lot. He's brilliant. He's he's so like versatile. Mm. I, he's really really good. And um, so many little references in the films, like. You know, they they made it. If it, literally, you just feel like you're in the '90s. It's incredible the way they've done it. All the props they use, like the old games consoles. The kids got like a Street Fighter T-shirt on. Uh, even all the actor, not apart from like the main three actors, all the other skater friends are literally skateboarders. Jonah Hill found off the street. Mm-hmm. So they're not actors. He just went to a skate park and said, "Do you want to be in a film?" Oh, Didn't even pay him. He just paid, he just said they give him Oreos. <laughs> they, they agreed to be in the film. <laughs> All I can remember with Jonah Hill is uh, 21 Jump Street when he goes, you have the right to suck my yeah. dick. And That's why he's so, di- it's weird that, you know, he goes from that and then directs like a really like serious good film. Yeah. I'm super bad. Super bad. Yeah. Incredible. Awesome. It says, but he, he's, he had advice off Martin Sorsese before making it as well. Mm. But yeah, I, I really like advise people to watch that. It's, yeah, it's really, really good. To the 2020 list. Yes. <laughs> On to Cameron. Uh, yeah, so I don't know exactly what approach you guys have gone for, but uh, I've listed uh, my favourite film from that year that it came out. So I've gone from, started from 2010 and gone to 2019. So, like, you know, what age it was when it was released and how much I enjoyed it. So 2010 then, I've gone for How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> oh, God, that was 2010. That, that yeah. is so wow. long ago. Was that the first one, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah that is actually one. a really good film. I, so, I rate that choice. That yeah. Is, yeah. That's I, what I've gone for. It's the only one I've ever seen, mind, out of the series. Mm. Someone's got to say, like, swinging in at number 10. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what I've gone for. I, I love the Scottish... Is he a Scottish dad? Yeah. Yeah, he's... Because yeah, everyone like on the kings. island is Scottish. Mm. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're all, they're all Scottish, but they're in Norway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it, it was really cool. It was very like unique, wasn't it? It was mm. like it was. I reckon that's what inspired Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> George R. R. Martin was like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, what, we'll what, get, that's what we want. Maybe. We want dragons. I mean, that's it is basically a series. Yeah, and popular opinion. How <laughs> <laughs> to Train Your Dragon is better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> No, I, feel, I feel like no one saw the last one though. How did, I, I've only seen the first one. Oh, I have only seen the first one. As if well. you want to understand the last one, you've got to get through like three TV series and. Yeah, they went overboard on it a bit. Audiobooks and all Show kinds of stuff. Audio books. Audiobooks? There you go. Yeah. Just like loads of weird random stuff that you had to get Audiobook. through. Audiobook. How to train your dragon. <laughs> yeah, the thing is though, I watched that film and it didn't actually teach me how to train my dragon. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was sitting there with him like. Huh? Disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, I was sitting there saying, this guy's actually having quite a lot of trouble training like, the yeah. dragon. Um, how, how does he find the dragon? I can't, I haven't watched it. He shoots it down from the sky, the kills it. Uh, damages it, and then the only way it can fly mm. is that he has to sort of help it. He oh, has yeah, to train the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I remember that monstrous dragon at the end. Oh, yeah, Sorry, the massive rock one. Yeah. <laughs> that was quite weird, wasn't it? But yeah, there you go. Nice. I approve. Choice. Yes. Uh, right, is it my turn? Okay. Um, <laughs> what can I talk about? Uh, you, you lot have all gone really into depth with it. Um, Rogue One made my list, actually. 
I thought that was probably one of the best Star Wars films to come out in quite a long time. What year was that? Do you know? Uh, no idea, but it's in the last 10 years. 2016. Something like that, yeah. I mean, I think it's much better than everyone gives it credit for. I seem to like it a lot more than everyone else does. What happened? What What was the main... The blind guy in that. Yeah, everyone loved, like, Donnie Yen for, like, five years, five years, five weeks, and then he just flopped later. Yeah. I've seen the trailer. It's like Darth Vader comes back, doesn't he? So yeah, it's comes a, well, it's he a was prequel to uh, the original Star Wars. Yeah, you know it's really funny. He comes back for like one second. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Well, for thirty seconds in the best scene. I know he appears in the, the trailer, film. so I suppose that's good for the the classic fans. Yeah. Yeah. So. so it's it's a prequel. It's about how they got the Death Star plans. Oh, right. It's pretty. I've dope. never seen a Star Wars film. You've never seen a single Star Wars. Film. But yeah, I do know that. Darth Vader's Welsh. It's like, <laughs> the original three about how they defeated Darth Vader, mm. and then the prequel three about how mm. Darth Vader came to power. The closest I've ever got to Star Wars, I played the Lego game on PS2. Yeah, oh, I actually, uh, that will tell you the entire story. Such a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just get the feeling to play like Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars. Yeah, yeah I'm actually playing it when I go. Can we just ditch the podcast and go and play Lego Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, I, mean, I used to love that. That was awesome. Where you like all around, just like start going around. All the Lego games are pretty good though. What do you mean by Darth Vader was Welsh? Like the actor as well. Peter Crown. The actor as well. He does not sound Welsh. Yeah, no, because they use someone else's voice. Because they, they didn't find his Welsh accent <sighs> threatening enough. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine it? It's like, Sugnoch Mum. God. His own Darth Vader voice. Sat men. Mint. Yeah. Good film. I never really found Darth Vader threatening. Because I watched Star Wars for the first time when I was a kid. I never found a friend. He doesn't really like do anything. He doesn't look very mobile, is the thing. Yeah, you can't imagine him sprinting, can you? Yeah. But I always thought that Star Wars is an absolute fucking piss take. Yeah, I, I do. I do love the soundtrack. <laughs> That's about it. Everyone mm. was like, "Oh my god, are you a Jedi or a Sith?" And I was like, "What? What's a Sith?" Yeah, but what? it was the same kind of thing. Like ten years later with Harry Potter, like, "Oh, what house are you in?" No one really cares. <laughs> Harry Potter can suck I mean, a fat one. It's not that good. <laughs> the whole That's of the cold open. That is the cold open. But um, <laughs> the best experience I've ever saw was when I went to Disneyland and they had the fireworks at the end on the castle. And it, it's, it's like a 45 minute firework display going through all the soundtracks of all the films. And it went dark for a minute and then Star Wars kicked in, these lasers come out and it was, oh, it was incredible. And that was the. That was about it. <laughs> Are we going to see the new one? I feel like we should. He doesn't want to. Well, it's not that I don't want to, but it's just new, I only have another one. one. Okay, so we can choose between Star Wars. Like, how many or have they made? If we can get it on Star Wars, last or Christmas. Or if we can get it on the DVD. Rise of Gru, <laughs> <Rise of Groot, laughs> any day of the week. Because <laughs> it's, it's the last one of the Skywalker trilogy. Like, Mate, how I mean, it's not been so a very good trilogy, but I'm, I've gone through to this point. How do so they make so many? Um, it is incredible. Here's the thing: it's called Money. And it is ridiculous. That top it's, dollar. It's like a m- every month. It's like a monthly film. <laughs> yeah, because like everyone loves Baby Yoda. It's like Spider Man, isn't it? No yeah. one seems to care anymore because they're the characters from the original saga, which everyone cared oh, about. Oh, and now they're all dead, except from one who's actually alive in the films, but she's dead in real life. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah. Speaking yeah. of Spider Man, do you know he's the most uh, profitable superhero? Is he? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm surprised. What about you, Jerk? Your second film? My second film. This one surprised me when I wrote it down, actually. <laughs> surprised you? were like, oh! <laughs> yeah, I wrote it down and I was like... Oh, shit. 
know what that's uh, this I, Shrek I had to, well no Shrek oh, Forever After Last Shrek came out in 2010 so we couldn't make the list oh. we love the last decade wait Forever After was 2010 yeah my well, god well no How to Train Shrek was 2010 I've put that on the list it is like in the last yeah. 10 yeah. years, isn't it? Yeah. So. yeah, but still, if I was going to go for a Shrek, I wouldn't say Shrek. Yeah, that's like the, the worst one. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Shrek 3 is the worst one. No, it's not. No, Shrek 4 is no, the no, worst no. one. Shrek 4 has a solid villain, Shane Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I knew you were going to say that. No, but it looks like Shane Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> it has a solid villain, a well-rounded plot, a lot, a lot of stuff to make a meme about. Shrek 4 is... Is better than Shrek. Yeah, but Shrek 4 did not need to be made. We're actually triggered. Well, Shrek 5's coming out. That doesn't need to be made. We've got to see that. We've actually triggered. So, anyway, then, your second film? What what do you say? Oh, yeah, I have a second film, don't (laughs) I? Okay, no, my second film is Captain America Civil War. Ooh. Ooh. I I do like that one. Hey, everyone. (laughs) Because. Um, One of the few Marvel films I've seen. I felt like when I set out to make this list, I was purposely not going to put a superior film in because I felt like I was going to like tickle Troy's brain. <laughs> but no, I feel like that just because of the time that they came out, mm. 2016 summer. Oh, and the effects they used to make him... Mm. Is that the one where he starts off really skinny and scrawny? Uh, that's no, that's the first one. Yeah. Captain America, First Avenger. Fun fact about... Um, <laughs> Fun fact about today. Yes. It's December sixth. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety one. Today is the day. Yeah. It's December sixteenth, nineteen ninety one, is the day that the bad guy tries um, Bucky to remember, because he's like, "What happened on December sixteenth, nineteen ninety one?" You know the Winter Soldier, the one with the metal arm. I'm on it. Um, in Civil War. I haven't seen it. It's like trying to. Explain Einstein's theory to a baby this good for me is because twenty sixteen was a year where a lot of bad stuff happened, but in terms of like superhero films, um or, or well, in terms of Marvel Universe they had Civil War and at the same time there was like the Daredevil and Punisher thing and you're t- it's like everyone has to pick a side. And I kinda like how well the Marvel films have interacted with fans over the years. And that, that was a good thing. I just remember watching the trailer, and as soon as, like, hey everyone, yeah. came on, I lost my damn mind, I was like, yep, they've done it. He's moving. I mean, like, it was it was going to be quite similar with the DC Universe, but unfortunately, Batman vs Superman was absolutely shit. They beansed it. <laughs> yeah, they beansed it. It was like, which side are you on? Batman vs Superman's like, no one. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> no one, because they're not fighting anymore, they're friends. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, that's that's my number nice. seven. Film choice. number two. Uh, yeah. We've had no doubles yet. Just, so far, so good. Mm. We've had to get one. We've had one. Like no one said the same film. Oh, okay. Uh, num. It's like how to train your dragon. Number nine for me <laughs> is uh, Toy Story three. Oh. Oh yeah, that's a solid. Fucking solid. chills. Let me tell you right now. I haven't seen Toy Story 4. It's not as sad as Toy Story 4. Toy Story 3, that furnace bit. Yeah, but just, that's what I thought. Just when you think Toy Story cannot get any sadder, Toy Story 4 hits you with an uppercut. No, but like, the, the furnace bit, it was like, mate, Buzz, we, what do we do? I, and I was like, watch Toy Story 4, mate. You will, I was bawling my eyes out I need in that to, I do need to watch it. Absolutely but. bawling. Toy Story 3 is my least favourite Toy Story. Oh, Get yeah. the fuck out! <laughs> I was waiting for someone to bring that up. Thanks, Jack. Well, because it's I, the exact same plot as Toy Story yeah, 2. I see what you mean by like in terms of, in terms of storyline. Yeah. But that film needed to happen to explain. 
you know, like it was a yeah. storyline, but emotionally wise, it was. It's just like the ending scene where, yeah. like, he's playing with all the toys. He drives away to uni. And, like, oh, shit. That was. So long, partner. And, oh. Yeah. That was when Disney was turned happy. into, like. I think Toy Story's got to be, like, top two. Like, probably, oh, maybe even the top, like, Disney franchise, you know, Disney films. Yeah. I don't know. Toy Story. It's not Disney, it's Pixar. Yeah, Pixar, sorry. Yeah. But they are incredible films, Toy Stories. Mm. Mm. Toy Story 4 hit hard, man. I Did you to, watch, it? watch it? Oh, it was it's, it, a painful watch. It is painful. It is I've never seen it. Jesus Christ, it's man. It's scolding hot, that film. Oh. It's the one with the spoke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's well, been it's a long like time since I saw Toy Story. Yeah. yeah. Suicidal spoke. There's a really good film as well. <laughs> apart, from like, apart from like the old, you know, the, the sad bits. It was actually a really good film as well. Mm. And the animation stepped up a lot. Yeah, that's what I noticed. Toy Story 4? Yeah, from 3 to 4. This animation mm. just changed a lot. Yeah, like, it's so crazy to look like. Um, there's a cat in Toy Story 4. Mm. And if you compare that to the dog in Toy Story 1, yeah. it's so. Like, I, I even I noticed a lot with, like, there was some scenes in Toy Story 4 where it's raining. Mm. And, like, there's water running on the streets and that. And, like, the, it just looks. Everything looks really realistic, except, except there's, to- you know, animated toys. The toys that can talk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Right, so my second film is The Revenant. Oh, very meant to see it. Leonardo eats yes. a bat. I was very almost put that on my list. I think possibly one of the best films in the past ten years mm. is incredible. To be made, like the the lengths they went through to make that film and the acting and the mm. story is absolutely incredible. His first Oscar as well. So how yeah. he didn't win one before that is incredible, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Like how has he only got one? I think. I imagine if he got to that point and then they didn't give him an Oscar. Oh, mate, he would. I think there would have been an uproar. Yeah. There would have been an uproar. You should. I mean, yeah, because he should have had one a long time before yeah. that. Yeah. Like, how would you? I think that was the one film where I'm like, okay, Leonardo DiCaprio is fucking. He is good. very good. Because <laughs> I watched that before I watched Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Is so. have, uh, have you have you seen uh, Django? Yes. Yes. His acting in that is incredible. In so. the candy. You know when he um, so he's quite terrifying in that. Like he's really scary. You know when he slams his hand on the table. Yeah, I know when he cut yeah, it. That he was, did it on purpose, like by accident. That's yeah, yeah, and he could have carried on. Yeah, that was like the first time he blood rushed on his hand. <laughs> and he just carries on the scene. That's incredible. But yeah, the Revenant. Someone in our class did a presentation on it, mm. and yeah, some of the the, the things they were saying. Yeah, behind the scenes, like the conditions they filmed in. Mm. Oh, it was, it was, you know, obviously you've seen the film, it's all snowy and it's freezing cold. Mm. And the conditions they filmed in was absolutely horrific. And they actually had to, I think they started filming in North America, like Alaska, Canada. Oh, and because they were filming for like pretty much a whole year, mm. snow was melting. So they kept moving their way south and it went all the way down to Argentina. That's how far, you know, because it kept melting. They had to follow the snow all the way down. Mm, it's incredible. And yeah, obviously the acting... And even the makeup as well. No. I mean, he fights a bear. <laughs> it's incredible. That's all you really say about film. It's just it's incredible. It is an incredible film. It's really good. Can't. So then, so for my 2011 film, going back to your comment, Jack, what, about what how Harry Potter can suck a fat one, I put uh, Deathly Hallows Part Two. Oh, hey. Hey. up so, yours. Yeah. So you can't suck a fat one. There you go. Oh, I do love Harry Potter. <laughs> I think it's, it's my choice for 2011. Because it's what house. So you are did a very guys? good job. Yeah. I just, uh, you know how I feel about Harry Potter. 
Yeah. Can uh, Jack and Troy leave the room? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because, like I said, the whole exam thing and their like exams don't exist. But I mean, there's the eighth film that like that that was like yeah, I've got to say it was the only film I've ever seen (laughs) because. (laughs) I'm not a film student <laughs> me, and, me and my mum I was absolutely obsessed with Harry Potter and we went to see it the day, the day it came out yeah, so yeah. I was I was 10 like prime age yeah that's what I mean it's not now but no. 2011 we were 10 and years old it's like yeah I went to watch it the day it came out in 3D and the film ended and it's the only film I've ever been to where everyone stood up and clapped at the end and I was like what <laughs> this is mad yeah. like because it was like the end of like and that's what I mean it's like end of when, an era. when did the first one come out 2001, 2001 yeah. yeah yeah it was so a, 10 years of yeah, it was it, yeah. it's, so, it, it's such you like know, it's a British as well so like you got all the studios in London yeah it's, like, it's such like a like I I've, I learned to hum the tune before I could talk <laughs> <laughs> when I was like a, a baby so it's such a good franchise mm. yeah it is like so like you can like such a it's like a universe isn't it mm. it's incredible what jk Rowling done yeah and especially the way that they, they, they ended it really well the first time i ever watched the first film it was just like you get yeah. a bit blown away yeah with, especially that you like yeah, it's yeah. just so yeah, exciting the fact that it? they've kept like all the same actors yeah. all the way throughout yeah. it's just like it's like you've grown adds, up adds to the experience you've grown up with mm. the cast mm. Like even watching uh, Tom Felton on the Flash, I'm like still drinking mouth. Yeah, that's what I mean. They are, they've like you would see any of the, those actors now, you associate <laughs> them with Harry Potter. Yeah, I can't see Daniel Radcliffe as not Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think he made it worse because the first role that he did after that film, he wore glasses. Yeah, mm, yeah. Which film was that? I think Women it was black. like. I was gonna say I, I liked him in Women in Black. Yeah, I think that. I think out of the Harry Potter cast, he's done the best after Harry Potter. I think Rupert Grint just straight up dropped out. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I, he's Rupert. actually he's actually done some really good films since. There's one where he plays uh, a hunchback. I can't remember. That's the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> no, not Notre Dame. Dan, Daniel Radcliffe went to do other films, and Rupert Grint went to build a Lego house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that <was cute. laughs> and, that, and that was that. Yeah. I nice. forgot he was in that. But yeah, they, I think they went, they ended it really well. Mm. If that film was. If that film was a flop, that would have ruined the whole series. Like, oh, it mm. yeah, it wouldn't have been great. I know Emma Watson was in Beauty and the Beast, and she's also like a massive feminist. Mm. And also, she's in a Little Woman. Yeah, isn't oh, she self-partnered? It's a fancy way to say single, isn't it? No, she's dating Tom Felton. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. I know they were. I don't, I Actually, they, well, Emma she's Watson. come out and said she's self-partnered. Apparently, whatever that means. I think Emma Watson is now dating Tom Felton. Oh, that's that's quite cool. Mental. Well, if you yeah. grow up with someone so much, yeah, yeah. Little, I don't like how J.K. Rowling just keeps adding stuff to it. Yeah, come on, he's black. No, not that, not that kind of thing. That's <laughs> the next fine. She wants to do that. She can, <laughs> but it's stuff like, uh, in ancient days, wizards didn't have toilets. They just shat on the floor and <laughs> let their magic take it away, or something. <laughs> what? What box are you reading? Yeah. <laughs> she put it on Twitter or something. I think. She put it on Twitter. <laughs> I think it's funny that someone was like, oh, there were no Jewish like students in Hogwarts, and she was like, Albert Goldstein, how about that? And I'm like, you literally just made that up like, on the spot, because it's just so funny now. Right, if you could control J.K. Rowling's Twitter page for a day, 
what you asked. <laughs> how, how does nobody know that there were no Jewish students that went to Hogwarts? Yeah. Listen, here's the problem. It doesn't say there like, wasn't. I think there would be a problem with the Harry Potter books if there was a line which was like, Harry walked in and saw a Jewish <laughs> kid. <laughs> like, it, it was that apparent. I think, it, Jewish. I think it's really funny that she made this, because obviously she made the book when it was a lot less PC, so there's a lot less, mm. like, mm. there's a, everyone's white in that book. Every m- main character's white in that book. And now she's trying to be like, Hermione's black, by the way. Because she has said Hermione's black. Happy Hanukkah, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Right. So yeah, that's my 2011 film. Jack? Here we go again. Um, that list is actually falling apart. I put Logan on here. As far as I'm concerned, that's the best superhero film to come out in the last decade. Oh. Solid. No. No? Oh, solid. Cameron and I share... I'll turn the mic towards you. Cameron and I share the opinion that Logan isn't that good. Well, it is good, but it's not like well, that. Well, you emotional. have more of a say, because I've not really watched any of the X-Men films. Well, I am a superhero expert, so... Yeah, <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'll just take it away. But I think that the, the fact that they centred it on the girl... And not just Logan. Hmm. It was that was the mistake that they made yeah. with me because I just didn't. When he died, I was like, "Why is she there?" Because she's only been here for like. It's this happy father daughter kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not though. He he yeah. wasn't a dad for any of it. He Isn't was there like, "Fuck off! Stop talking! I'm gonna do my shit." Well, he sort of gets accustomed to it. It was more just kind of like, I think at the time they had ideas of continuing. And mm. having um, maybe a franchise built around characters after Wolverine, but then they realised it wasn't going to work because no one likes anyone as much as they like Wolverine. Yeah, mm. I, I thought it was a great film. I just thought it was for, like. A, yeah, but then, film. being that, a person who's been invested since X Men One, it was just kind of it was emotional to see mm. like that character and um, Professor X and like actually, yeah, just Professor X and that character just go. Uh, yeah, I really... it, it, it was emotional to see. But, as I say, it didn't focus on those characters, it focused on the future. Mm. Mm. I don't know, I picked it because it was one of the, probably the most emotionally gripping superhero movie I've seen. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, if I only because of the investment. Professor X's death was absolutely brutal. He was, yeah. He was there, and then he wasn't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was quite bad. Because he actually believed it was him. Yeah. And then it's the, like, yeah. That, that struck me. Like, if you don't get sad about Logan, you can at least get sad with Professor X. Cause... Yeah, I got sad. I got more sad about Professor X than I did with Logan's death. Mm. Mm, I don't know. He's royally tragic. A man in a wheelchair. I don't know. It does hurt to see the, the characters <laughs> sort of grow up and be miserable. <laughs> okay, rolling in at my number six. Number um, yeah, my number six on the list. Uh, my thing number three is the film that we've all watched. The whole way through in its entirety. Bad times at the RAL. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. And we all know what happens in that, so no more need to be said. Okay, Troy. <laughs> I blame Josh. Please enlighten us, just for the listeners. Obviously, uh, we know what happened. Obviously, you guys know what happened. Yeah. You didn't. Uh, Brilliant film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't get drunk and talk. Top I blame Josh. Yeah, I blame Josh for that one. No, um, we, were trying to, we were trying to listen, but you were talking about, like, Troy, this is how you say mum in Welsh. Yeah, to be fair, my speakers <laughs> on my computer were really quiet that mm. night. Yeah, the speakers are awesome. It was but, the speakers. But, <laughs> you were trying to 
You literally had a conversation with yourself where, like, just the cream's like the best biscuits. And I was there and I was like, are you okay? And he went, I'm talking to you. And I was like, all right, cool. That was class film. Bad Times at the Ariel is um, a film about, it's either six or seven people who come to the Ariel, uh, which is a hotel that has been out of business for a few years. It's like it's been very unpopular the last few years because it just brings trouble. Um, and they're all not really who they say they are. So I won't I won't spoil who everyone is because I'm actually going to show you guys this film at some point. But we've watched it. Well, you don't know who, who the characters are yet. We have yet. to re-watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've watched it, but we have no idea what happened. <laughs> um, I, I really like it because of the way it's shot. Just the plot seems quite well-rounded. Um... For Chris Hemsworth, it was like I know it's quite good for him to take an antagonizing role instead mm. of a really a good role, which I thought was good. The bits I did see, <laughs> I, <laughs> it did look like interesting color wise, mm. and it seemed it very like a Wes Anderson film. Mm. It seemed very inspired by Quentin Tarantino with yeah, the yeah, as well. Yeah. And I really even the even the name, like the film name, just seems very Tarantino. -y. Mm. I just like that type of yeah. film that is like gory. And colourful and kind of has a time. There's a couple of Tarantino films I was kind of on the list, but they were like before 2010. Mm. Aren't you, sir? <laughs> oh, shit. <sure. sighs> Josh's ginger nuts in it. That's a bit out of context as well, to be honest. We should put that at the start. Uh, a really I'm, solid I'm password you've got there, Troy. Josh's ginger nuts. <laughs> I'm not a ginger. Uh, um, so. They wouldn't let me on them. My number eight <laughs> is Justin Bieber, never nice. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> leaving Neverland. No. Um, <laughs> no, it's Now You See Me. Oh, oh that was a good film. Oh, shit. It's so that should have been on my top ten. It was a good film. But Josh has got something to say here. It was a good film. Listen, bitch, step up. <laughs> but in the decade. Really? It's an enjoyable film. Not every I loved month. it. Not every... It's got really good actors in it. Well, yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed it. But Not every film's got to be like groundbreaking. No. Some can just yeah, be fun. it was a good film. But... The plot twist got me at the end. I liked oh, yeah, how that was set up. Yeah, the plot twist got me. I think it was 2011. I want to say 2011. I do like the main actor. Is it Jesse something? Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. He's he good was in the Lex Luthor. In uh, Zombieland. Was he? Oh, yeah, you think he's a good yeah, Woody, Woody, Woody Harrelson, yeah. yeah. Woody Harrelson, Zombieland, yeah. He's, he's, he's now you see him. I have no idea what Lex Luthor's like, but Swing says it's not supposed to like. Was one of the Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah. yeah. Isn't one of the. Oh, the famous brothers. Um, oh yes, Dave Franco. Yeah, Dave Franco. He's in it. Yeah. <laughs> the famous brothers. Uh, I can't remember their names. <laughs> the famous. And Mario and Luigi. <laughs> That's what came to mind. Um, yeah. So basically, it's about magicians and them like trying to basically mm. get into this cult. And Mark Ruffalo's in it, and he plays. Some, oh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's a really good plot twist. I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it. But it was, have you seen the second one? The second one isn't as good. I've heard it's not very good. The, I, I found you, it... Have you seen the card flick? In, that in the one? second one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that card you flick should, is so satisfying. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's a really cool That's scene. why I started learning how to flick cards, <laughs> uh, but I'm not as good at it's flicking an Yeah, but I give you that. That was an incredible yeah. scene. Yeah. Because I've tried doing that. Have you ever tried flicking a card to another person? It gets yeah. very tricky. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, I found the second one a bit like... I mean, the, the magic tricks in the first one are like... Realistic. 
yeah, they're really good, but realistic. I mean, I couldn't do them. <laughs> but uh, someone what could. we're going to do is we're going to drop yeah. you in a tank of piranhas. Amateur. Yeah, <laughs> but like the ones in the second one, I was like, no, that's, that's literally like Harry Potter magic. No, no, but that yeah. should not. Like, there the way, there's one bit where he stops the rain. No, that's possible. You have to get um, a stroke. Go on. Then. I looked into this because not, not to flex or anything, but when I was 14, I was in a magic school. What? To be fair, I reckon yeah. you could you do look a bit like a magician, actually. You went to magic school? I went to a magic Called class Hogwarts. outside of a normal high school because I was that cool. And I learned about it. It involves like a strobe light. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, it's basically normal rain, but the way that you reflect the light on it makes it look like it's going up. So you can just look like a wizard. You know what wow. film was really no. You know what scene was really fun in the second film wow. when he hypnotized people and he was like, "Hear the soothing voice of my voice, and what you've yeah. got to do is you've got to do whatever yeah. I say." That's uh, yeah. Woody Harrelson has a twin brother in the second one. Oh my god, that pissed Woody, me off. Played by so Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I love like, like when they do that. The Very twist original. on that one, I was like, okay, the only difference is he has like curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> what I liked about the first one was that it sort of has these Harry Potter kind of magic tricks, only they explain it to you, and you're like. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. cool yeah. Yeah. Alright, so uh, my third movie is called American Made. Oh, Tom Hanks. Not no, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I know it was Tom. I don't even know if it was Tom Hanks, <laughs> but for some reason. No, I know it was Tom Cruise, but for some reason my brain. Tom Cruise Tom seems Hanks. a bit of a meme at the minute. I don't know why. He always kind of does. The Top Gun trailers are actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, today, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, so I got it up. Yeah, American Made. I've only seen it once, so I'm going to just rejog my memory. <laughs> Uh, it came out in 2017. Uh, it's basically about a guy who worked for Pablo Escobar. Oh yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he he used to fly the planes from Pablo Escobar to Miami for the drugs. Yeah. And it's about his life because, I mean, there's been countless of documentaries and films on Pablo Escobar, mm. but it's interesting to see it from someone else's perspective. Because mm. see how his life changed. I, I can't I can't remember what he was doing in the film before he worked for Pablo Escobar. I think oh he's a pilot. That was it. Yeah. Just like a normal uh, passenger airline pilot, mm. and he gets in on something and like earns a ridiculous amount of money, and it's about him trying to you know dodge the police with you know he has suitcases full of cash, mm. and he's bringing it back from the airport and that and it, yeah it's, it's just it's really interesting and um, the, the only thing I criticise it on is right at the end of the film obviously it's based on a real real person and uh, they showed the picture of the real person. Which was about like a, a twenty stone man, a really fat man, and they got Tom Cruise to play. Him. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, that was a bit. I want Tom Cruise to play me. <laughs> yeah, so maybe the casting was a bit off, but yeah, I thought it was That's a like really interesting every film. Every dad joke ever when you say like, "Who'd play you in a movie?" and they just say the most attractive actor. Yeah, so. like my band always says Brad Pitt. Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah, I thought that was a yeah, really interesting film. Alright. Okay, so for my third film for 2012, this is now, I've gone for Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Yeah. I wanted to put the Dark Knight in, but obviously it's before 2010. Yeah, it's 28. Yeah, 2008 that was. But yeah, got some good memories of that film. We all (laughs) watched it together. Someone knows where he is. It's like the first, the first film I went to see at the cinema, like without my parents. Oh, right, yeah. I just went with my brother, and it was. Yeah. I went to see yeah. it with my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I think I went to see it with my brother actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, it's, it was a good film. It's, it's probably, obviously probably the worst of the three. 
Oh, okay, it's the worst. Definitely the worst. I think three. Batman Begins is the no, worst. Yeah, I can't yeah, like no, Batman no. Begins. Batman Begins is really strong. Yeah. No, have you like no? But have you? Because uh, you I, weren't I, you weren't there when we actually watched Batman Begins. Yeah, but but have you, I, it was good. I've rewatched the, them all on my own. Like yeah, yeah. Time. I I think it goes. Yeah, it definitely goes two, one, and then three. I think Batman Begins is an absolute meme. Not the most popular opinion then, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good film. I just think of the three the three films because the other two are really strong. I think. I oh, know. For me, I wouldn't really say Dark Knight Rises is a good film. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I, Tom I, Hardy's gonna bust through the door and be like, "The fuck you, show? I, I would rate it quite low, but that's just me. There you go then. Mm. Not to get controversial, there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> <Jack>. Right. <laughs> uh, next one, I put uh, Skyfall. Ooh, okay. Oh, yes. oh, I was thinking about that's that. pretty yeah, good. I, mean, I, I did look at that. Skyfall is really good. One of the best James Bond films in like the last fifty. Not 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 fifty. Twenty. How long have I been alive? Um, <laughs> I don't know how many. Years? Mentally about two. Well, that's actually quite harsh, Troy. Um, <laughs> Physically eighteen. I agree. I think yeah. In recent times, Skyfall beats a lot of other James Bond films. Definitely Daniel Craig's best by a long way. Everyone yeah. knows that one because Adele. Yeah. I mean, song. yeah, that does. Because the, the song was so big. That was an absolute bop. <laughs> an absolute banger. Now did uh, Sam Smith's one because I remember mm. like you heard that Adele song, you were like, "That is James Bond." You yeah, the yeah. Sam Smith one. You're well, I didn't even know that Sam Smith did a song. I don't know. Yeah. It's the Spanish guy Javier something. Javier like, Bardem. Villains as well. He's French, isn't yeah. really he? Spanish. Is he Spanish? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Javier Bardem. This is when he takes his bloody gum out. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, I think he was, he was a really amazing, good yeah. villain. Like not like you know physically strong. No, no, like, just fought James Bond. Yeah. Really good. Quite clever. Mentally. Really freaky. Yeah. yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a brilliant film. I, I quite, was that, I think that was the first one of, oh, what's the guy, the gadget guy? Like, he's quite Yeah. Wasn't that his first film as well? Yeah. Because they go, like, have signed you with someone and then he goes over. Well, the old one was, like, in so many of them. He's mm. so old and then he died. So. Hugh wasn't Jesse Eisenberg, oh, was it? That was the one that. Uh, ben Whipshaw. That's the that's yeah. guy, does Paddington? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Also, the funniest thing was, um, I now I now know what C stands for, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, well, that wasn't Skyfall, but um, <laughs> got him." But um, yeah, M died in that as well. I was quite mm. sad. Oh. And now Rafe Dame finds his Judy Dench. I know. I love Judy Dench. <laughs> Duty Dench. <laughs> She's amazing, brilliant actress. Yeah, solid choice, Jack. I rate that. Mm. Yeah. Good. I rate that. Um, okay, we're now on to my number five. I, I've just realised in this list I have two different ones and my number eight has seven psychopaths and my number five is free billboards outside in ebbing missouri <laughs> so seven psychopaths was just so good you put it on twice no no didn't you just listen no i, I didn't saying because i think numbers, you should listen more numbers are already getting quite confusing at this point is what i'm trying to say yeah free billboards outside ebbing missouri you guys seen that oh that was good yeah no i already should it was uh yeah i need to watch that it was bloody good in terms of character development. It was just interesting. Yeah, it won loads well. of awards, though. I would have picked that for Best Picture in... When was it? 2018. Uh, yeah, it got beaten by Shape of Water. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, that bloody Aquaman film. Everyone just knows it because nah, she bangs a fish a person. It's water film, isn't it? Well, yeah. Did she finger herself for the start? Yeah. She does. I mean, it is, a, it is a romance, so... <laughs> what, Shape of Water? Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. She... she Gets it <laughs> oh, you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> it reminds me of the video of Ocean. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. it. 
Yeah, it does. Ocean man. Take me by the hand. Love that song. Three billboards was like in Missouri. It's about this woman whose um, daughter gets raped and killed, and then the police kind of, you know, they don't have enough information about it, so they like sweep under the rug. Mm. She buys out three billboards and calls out the police with those three billboards. Gets all over the news. Everybody comes into Ebbing, Missouri, sees it. So the police and this woman get quite close. It's quite a lot of drama. Um, and I, I won't give away too much, but it it was just really great for character development, like. Mm. Is that 2018 or something? 2017. Yeah, because I remember that coming out and it was really popular. Mm. I should I should have watched it. Is it on anything? Is it I on? don't know. Have to see. Yeah. On to you, Troy. So we're on our fourth films now. Mm. Yeah. I was really at some point when you get to um, your number one, you're probably gonna have to wait until everyone else is on the number one. I'm same with me because we're we've got like two less. Than oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Just so we can all reveal the number one films. Well, I didn't really do it in an order. But no, I didn't. Yeah, so. yeah I think I've only got six films. Because you said five to ten, so I just did the bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, number seven is uh, Captain Deadpool. It's just what? Deadpool. Um, the first one, obviously. Yeah. Uh... So this is the film. I think we spoke about it before. Yeah, uh, we did last time. Yeah, we <laughs> But this is the film that like got everyone into superheroes. Because if you yeah, remember, like, definitely. Yeah. You remember like ten years ago, no one literally gave a shit about superheroes. Yeah. It was like but, a very niche people, like a group of people in it. Yeah. It was like they they had their little fan base. Yeah. And that was like, like <laughs> that's no, I didn't mean like yeah, some fan base. I didn't mean some patronizing, but like yeah, little fan base. <laughs> but I think thanks to like. Thanks to Ryan Reynolds and yeah, I think it was yeah because it appealed to everyone. Though. Yeah, I think Ryan Reynolds and Stephen Amell, who plays Arrow, actually like yeah. made people like superheroes. Yeah, to be fair, actually Arrow was probably the first superhero thing I ever watched. Like Crisis on Infinite Earths tonight. Probably. Well, it's on like right now. But anyway, um, Deadpool is just such like a funny yes. film, and it's just so it's so different to mm. everything that you could expect from superheroes. And I think. The thing is, when cool, when Deadpool came out, it was like, it was co- it was cool to like Deadpool. Yeah. Whereas like, but I think now it's people still think it's cool to like Deadpool, but it's mm. not cool to like Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. So now everyone's like boobies, and everyone's like we've matured. Yeah. It's like people whose Facebook profile picture is Pickle Rick or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm like just grow the fuck. Have you ever been to Comic Con? No. Uh, so basically. Whoever's dressed as Deadpool think they can act like Deadpool. Oh, so yeah. people like touching your face, and I'm like, "Oh, snap your hand, and it will De- not grow back." Comic Con scares me the hell out of me. I um, want to go. Yeah, I might we'll, go to the London we'll, one. We'll all go. We'll uh, all go. Oh, I think if there are any people actually hanging on to this podcast by episode four, that means we should go to Comic Con and say, "If you can find us in costume, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. ten grand, ten grand." <laughs> maybe not ten grand. Maybe like a box of celebrations or something. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. The first encounter I had with the Comic Con, I was driving to Cardiff to go skating and driving through the city centre and stop at the lights. And like <laughs> these people walked across like the road. I was like, what the hell is going on? The entire cast of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it was like, there was, yeah, there was actually like hobbits, giants, Spider Man there and he's like, Oh, it was weird. I was like, well, where the hell am I? Have I gone through a dimension or something? Yeah, I think like. I think Deadpool's one of the pioneering 
of superhero films. Yeah, definitely. I'll give you that. But yeah, Josh. Uh, so yeah, my next film is called Prisoners. Oh yes. Don't know that was Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Man is in it. Yeah, that was. I think that was the film. I that really really made me appreciate Hugh Jackman, mm. like on another level because he is incredible in that film. Mm. Probably the probably yeah, the best performance I've seen him in. The fact he can do something like like that, like a crime thriller, where basically his daughter gets kidnapped, and it, it, he like legit, literally loses his mind trying to get her back because the police sort of given up a bit, and he's just like lost his mind and. He can do that, and then he does uh, Greatest Showman. Mm. Oh. Like, how... I think that was like a few years. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean, like how how he has that much diversity. But yeah, them two as well—they work so well together. Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Hugh Jackman. They've got like a little uh, little triangle. They bo- both got really good beards. Yeah, they got like a little triangle between Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman, and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so funny. To see yeah, they are really cool on on Instagram. They're brilliant. I love Jake Gyllenhaal's Instagram, where he like posts stuff with the bowl in his head. He's like, "Haha, seriously, it's hot in here." Because <laughs> <laughs> he's mysterious. I love it. Yeah. yeah, but definitely, if you haven't watched that, do. Have you <laughs> have you seen like the photo of him and he looks like really puzzled and he's holding like a little avocado and he's like. And it's just the funniest photo. I'll show it. Why holding an avocado? Just know. to get a bit thingy now, but like, the, yeah, the cinematography as well in that film is incredible. It's like I swear, every scene is raining in that film. <laughs> I think I think every scene is literally raining. Is it raining up with the? And they stop the rain. Yeah, it got an eight point one out of ten. It's not too bad. Yeah. I keep thinking about that rain trick. I remember I tried to teach myself <laughs> how to do it. And then I looked it up and they were like, okay, this will cost a good 20 grand to make possible. And I was like, you know what, I don't need to do that drink. Straight to the hall holding an avocado. That's pretty great. Oh, well, he's very excited yeah. about avocados. I think we should watch like every film on everyone's list. <laughs> wow. All right, then. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no one is going to sleep. Come. Right, and so for 2013, and uh, this was mentioned by you actually earlier, Josh, I've gone for Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Really? Absolutely fucking not. For 2013. That's a fucking good film. It's it's very out there, if you haven't seen it. It's yes. so weird. It's not really scared of they don't offending hide anything. anyone or anything like that. I watched yeah. it with my mum. So yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't do that. Well, it's very good. My mum showed it to me. I watched Sausage Pie with my parents. That's <laughs> quite bad. Well, what I'm saying is there is nothing like bonding with you when watching like naked men walk all over like Margot Robbie and Leonardo DiCaprio's like, house. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah that oh, it's an incredible film. Mm. So, so funny. Jonah Hill again. Yeah, he's really funny. He's fucking your cousin. Yeah, Isn't it, what is he going to Steve? Steve Madden. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's a really good cast as well. Mm. And that's what got M- Margot Robbie into like stardom. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I know you said the Revenant earlier, so like that Wolf of Wall Street that was twenty thirteen, mm. and then I think Revenant was twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like you know, compare those two characters. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Like, <laughs> and he played Jack in Titanic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's an incredible actor. But yeah, that's that's a quite a a cool story that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's brilliant. Some really good scene, like the, the scene when he's crawling to his car. Yeah. <laughs> the door, he gets his foot stuck on the door. Uh, he gets home, thinks he hasn't crashed. Oh, that's so good. I definitely will give that another watch. I've only seen oh, it like once or twice. I love it's that. It's long scene. though. It's it is very long. Three hours. Mm. Yeah. It just goes really day. dark as well at the ending. So I remember asking my mum, I was like, oh, I'll watch that. And she was like, just don't watch it with me. That is one of the examples of like sitting down with food to mm. find something on Netflix. And then I, I ended up watching the entirety of Wolf of Wall yeah. Street. And my mum was like, oh, why are you watching this again? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> 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 so sad. I was like, I, I was going to have a normal afternoon, but now I'm here. <laughs> it can't stop now. Yeah, it's like once you've committed to like an hour, you're like, oh. Yeah. I quite like the, the style of it. He's like, he's like narrating all the way through it as well. Mm. And they, they got that, um, like the New York, New York accents as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boston accents. <laughs> right then, Jeff. Right, into the top three now. Uh, number three is Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, you know right. I've seen that on... Okay. I went on earlier to research and I went on to like top films of 2010s and that was always at the top yeah a lot of people so i've never seen is it is that best. the newest one with tom Hardy? yeah yeah I, I like that i enjoyed that i haven't seen any mad max films I need to watch. if you watch like the behind the scenes stuff the practical effects and props are absolutely incredible what what is like mad max like, what's it about it's about a guy called max and he's really really, <laughs> he's really quite mad. cross really he's mad. a little really bit mad. miffed <laughs> i don't quite know why he's cross but uh cross, i think you quite like it it's like um yeah. australia it's like I don't know. It's just filmed in Australia. It's like post-apocalyptic <laughs> Australia. Mm, Speaking like, of which, they do drag racing in it. All oh, right, cool. So like all these cars and like they're really weird and like mechanicalized. Yeah. They fight for sort of territory and water. Sounds like cool. Yeah. Because obviously races. it's like in, in the middle of a desert. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not quite racky, wacky races. It's like, <laughs> like wacky races, but to the extreme. What, uh, what year was that, Jack? I think that was 2015. Yeah. 2015. Speaking of being mad, apparently Charlize Theron and Tom Hardy cannot act with each other anymore. Who, which one's Charlize or? You know the one with the one arm and the bald head. Oh, her? Yeah. She can't act with Tom Hardy anymore because the pressures were so extreme that they're just there like, I'm, they're a nice people, but like, I can't stand like either of them. They both said that, but they can't stand working with them because it was so extreme. Oh, that's peak. So you probably what, won't be seeing what's the it? films anymore. Okay, yeah, right. Extreme about they're like they literally filmed in the desert. Oh right. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say that's like the other actors' actors' fault. Like they could work together on something that's like filmed in a shop or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> filmed in a nice air-conditioned room back in <laughs> LA. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I've got the Mad Max box set at home with all four movies. Is that it's the bit... best of the Mad Max films? Uh, number two is also pretty good. But they're a bit hard to follow, because in Fury Road they're like fighting over tiny bits of water and stuff. Mm. And in the first one there's just like this woman go bathing for a little dip in the sea. And you're like, what? <laughs> uh, Contradicts. Yeah, it's bizarre. Okay. Jack, number five is it? Number five, I don't know. Well, we've all got different numbers on our list. It's yeah, just... yeah, but, yeah. Oh, uh, what is next is... My, my next one, number four in my list. Is drive. drive. What? Ryan Gosling. Oh, that's my number two. Oh, oh, right. ruined it. Go. Got a oh. crossover. Well, we've already got a crossover. So I had one from Wall Street on mine as well. Oh, <laughs> <do you laughs> <know>? <laughs> okay. So I looked at you when you said it. I was like, ah. <laughs> uh, well then. <laughs> so, so drive. 
Well, I'll I'll leave it for when Jack gets onto it to explain. I'll just I'll say driver's my number four. Okay. Oh, sorry, you can talk about it if you want. I've got. I feel like you have more knowledge on drive since it's your number two. I think you can add something. Go ahead. It's a good film. Oh. <laughs> Class. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never even heard of that. I do like Ryan Gosling though. The goose. The goose. The goosey boy. <laughs> is what we call him. Ryan Gosling. Um. Number six is Wonder Woman. Okay. And yeah, you say I need to watch that. So apparently, that was really. That came good. out this year, didn't it? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Last year. No, that came out twenty six. I want to say. 17. Oh no, well, there is a Wonder Woman. What? Oh, that's not my favourite trailer. So, Wonder there you Woman go then. You can't yeah. blame me that much. <laughs> <laughs> Some film regarding Wonder Woman came out this year. So. Yeah. Um, the trailer. So it's called the Wonder Sorry. Woman. No one really <laughs> knows. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, I loved this film because it was, it was the film that gave me faith in DC again. Mm-hmm. Because well, after, after Batman vs Superman, after, <laughs> like no, that film actually like broke my heart. Yeah. So I think win the t-shirt again. No, <laughs> but um, no, Wonder Woman was kind of. I didn't expect it to be good at all. And no, I, I, I because is is this set in World War? World War One. Because oh, I, I, I know it's not, but I just have the visions of people like yeah in World War One on the trenches now, and then this woman in like red and blue gold. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. There, the there is there is literally yeah. a film. There's literally a scene, and they're like, what the. Fuck. Yeah, she's like I'm gonna fucking it's like do punching do. bullets out of yeah, midair and stuff. So funny. It's weird, like they're all in the, the, the beige brown outfits. So they have, yeah. you know, and she's just. But I have, um, I have a good memory of it because um, it was the first film that I watched after. So I just did my last GCSE exam. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, like an hour after, I watched Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. So that's quite cool. Yeah. It was. I think that's the best of the first wave of. Like hmm. DC. Yeah, I do need to watch that. I, I quite like it when superheroes cross over with uh, war films. Yeah, that's I did like. That's why I liked the, the Captain America one. But it's so it's so like natural that she does though. Yeah, yeah. And because she's like from another world, basically, mm. it's kind of like. So, oh, I look always think I always just think like of it as like female Superman. That's why that's what I just think of it as. Mm. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. But I like Wonder Woman. Okay, so my next one. <laughs> that, that's my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> I like Wonder Woman. And Drive is a good um, film. So, okay, I was going to say Wolf of Wall Street. I'll just delete that one. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate. No, no, no. Did I miss good. anything? I don't think so. They just do a lot of coke and sex, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, so, my next one's Kingsman. <gasps> is that on your no, list? Bitch. No, it's not. What? It's, it's, I, it's fucking not. But is this your favourite film? It's, it is my favourite film. But How I, is it not on the list? No, but I thought, oh, that's they too much. They watched like, it at the weekend when you were away. Yeah, I know. Wait, did we? I watched it. I don't remember that. Yeah, because you yeah. didn't come out of your room, so I was like... I was doing work. So <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, I watched it again, and I was like, I was so But yeah, um, what film? What a film. Yeah. What a film. It just like... It hits a spot, doesn't it? I mean, it's like James Bond. That's what I mean. It's like, uh, it was just so right. Like, music in the film was great. I mean, just like, it was incredible. Like, it was, it was a less serious James Bond. It's the, it's the bar fight scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, the oh, combat in it is incredible, yeah. and the the characters are so good. Like, the you know, he's quite a rough kid, and mm. lives in a rough like housing estate or flat. 
and then yeah. just becomes like <laughs> James Bond yeah. and Colin Firth and that as well yeah like it's an underdog story yeah exactly focuses on like I don't, I don't know the character seems more mm. real to everyone in Britain because everyone's kind of like that guy yeah like just yeah you, yeah it's, it relates to home like <laughs> just I wouldn't say any of the scenes really like flop at all no especially like, that scene in the church with um <laughs> three birds oh my god oh, yeah. that oh, is yeah. one of the so best scenes all. Oh, my, yeah. my mum was there and she was like, What the fuck is going on? And I was like, It's Colin Firth, man. And you got people. Samuel Jackson. Wearing, yeah, I was just wearing, about to say that. Wearing high I don't tops. know him as like a villain in anything else. No, but that's like, what I mean. he's a proper badass in that. It's like high top. He wears a suit with high tops and a flat cap. Yes. And that's McDonald's <laughs> in his mansion. I think it's Samuel so Jackson's good. really good villain because, like, there's senseless killing. And he's like, I don't want any of that shit yeah, yeah. on my shoes. Yeah. You have to clean all of this shit up right now. And he actually like, hates yeah. blood, doesn't he? Yeah. He's just like, and he's like... Where, yeah. And you've got that woman with the knife feet. And she's like, slices oh, someone in half. scary. <laughs> you know, that Mad was supposed man. to be Oscar Pistorius. What? That was actually supposed to be Oscar Pistorius. What do you mean? Whoops. Acting so, in the role? Yeah, acting in the role. Oh, but shit. then the whole shit went yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just love Lynn when he gets her leg. And he fucking like... Yeet it's like it you were a dartboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right into Samuel Jackson. Uh, that is very accurate. I think that was. I mean, I probably would have missed. <laughs> <laughs> that, went, that sort of blew up Taron Egerton, definitely. Oh, yeah, that was his breakout role. And, you know, Welsh boy. Gotta got big up, got big, big him up. Because, yeah, he's, to be fair, he is a really good actor. Um, You know, what's he, he did the Eddie the Eagle, uh, Rocket Man, Sing. Yeah, he's, he's quite far since. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. He, after that film, he was definitely, you know, definitely blew him up. Well, that's a franchise that I really want to continue. Like, I feel like it has a potential for a really big Kingsman. Uh, well, it's getting a sequel next year. Is it a prequel though? Like the yeah, Kingsman. The Kingsman. Is that about Colin Firth? No, that's like based in like medieval times. Oh <laughs> no, not medieval times. Well, the First World War. Ah, cool. That'd be yeah. good. So I thought the second one was really good as well. Yeah. Golden Circle. Mm. I feel like they just it has you can kind of understand the villain's motivation in each film. Yeah, yeah. Which is what makes it actually good. And Channing Tatum, I like Channing Tatum. Mm. I think wait, who played Poppy in the second one? Some ginger woman. I don't know. But I <laughs> I think that she was like a really good villain. Because it's like, oh, your friend put him in the burger maker and I was like, oh shit. I can't actually remember that. And yeah. also Elton John was in it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the ginger one. Yeah, Did they actually get actual Elton John? Yeah, yeah. Town in the yeah. jungle. Yeah. Wednesday nights all right for a fight. Yeah. <laughs> the metal dogs. Yeah. Wednesday. Oh yeah, they were a bit weird. Yeah, because it was. Um, he was singing Saturday, and it was. Isn't it Wednesday? It's like, yeah. What fucking day is it? Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. It's just always got really I, cool and, music. Uh, you it you could tell. It was from that moment where Taron Egerton, uh, and Kingsman Two with Elton John. Yeah. Elton John went. Do you want to be play me in Rocket Man? Yeah. That was the moment because yeah. there's no coincidence yeah. they acted together and then like yeah. a month later they were like Taron Egerton's that. playing Rocket Man. So like, hmm. <laughs> I did nearly shed a tear in the country roads bit. Oh, I know. Oh, that's. <laughs> have we seen the thing where, where men cried? Yeah. So yeah. Like, like, <laughs> all I could think about is buy Mark Strong, see you in Shazam. That's all yeah. I could think of. He's. I like. I like the Merlin, isn't it? Yeah. I love Merlin. Yeah. Merlin was a solid character. I know. It's so sad. Should we move on? Yep. Uh, so we are now now on 2014. 
Uh, I've gone with the imitation game for this year. Um, a lot of my favourite actors in that. I said Benedict Cumberbatch in the Christmas episode. Mark Strong is in that. Mm. Um, Kieran Knightley, Matthew Good, Charles Dance. Yeah, it's just like based on a true story as well. Um, yeah, I think really touching. And it's like uh, I think the film was uh, produced originally because it's like um, the Queen pardoned him, and you know it all blew up or something because he was scrutinised for being a homosexual in a very difficult time during the war. But, um, yeah, that played a huge part in helping Britain win. So, yeah, I just thought it was an amazing film. It wasn't like, you know, massively successful. Just one of those ones where it really got you in the feels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Really, I've never really seen good. that one. But. Oh, that's incredible. Mm. I just stop saying incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's got a good cast, though. Mm. That's the thing, you, you know, you don't... Sometimes, if in a film if you spend all your money on one thing it's going to be a good film mm. like if you just get a mad cast then mm. you just have absolutely it's kind of what Tarantino does <laughs> yeah. he just gets a ridiculously good cast mm. yeah right <laughs> here we go drive <laughs> well, it's, I could easily enthuse for a good hour about this but uh Ryan Gosling Ryan Gosling is an absolute sweetheart <laughs> probably my favourite actor <laughs> um we right, were, thanks, we that, Troy. <laughs> thanks <laughs> that, Troy. Thanks that, Troy. We'll show Ryan this. Yeah, you know... Wait, how are you going to meet Ryan? <laughs> well, look who it is, Matrix. Start a GoFundMe. I want to have sex with Ryan Gosling. You nearly hmm. said Reynolds then. You nearly yeah. dropped yourself in it. I <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, you know, apparently uh, in second grade or something, he was so inspired... He loved the movie Rambo. First Blood or whatever it's called so much that he brought knives to school and started throwing them at his classmates. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Well. I think that was on Wikipedia or something, so I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah. Good film. Like it. Pretty good. Is that the only thing you have to say? Um, <laughs> Not even about the film. It's just about Ryan Gosling like and Set and Greed. No, I do love the film. And Ryan. Um, it's, got, it's got an absolute banger of a soundtrack. Mm. Who does this? Is there like a famous soundtrack? Or no, they're just sort of like uh, synth pop beats. Alright. <laughs> synth pop yeah. beats. About a. Sad boy music. A bank um, heist driver. Mm. Oh, like Baby Driver. <laughs> it's like Baby Driver, but not as. Based, yeah. He's a sad boy. Different. Baby Driver, but yeah, like very with, different. With like goth vibes. You did. Yeah, I did. Oh, shit. Baby yeah, Driver anyway. makes it look cool. Ryan Gosling is just sort of miserable. Because <laughs> the character doesn't actually have a name, he's just oh, the yeah. driver. <laughs> right then. Check. Okay, wait, I need to realise where I am on my list now. Um, okay. My next one is Amy, the 2015 documentary in Amy Winehouse. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. You were saying your love for who? Yeah, I absolutely love Amy Winehouse, and Aww. that film will always make me cry. Because I need to watch that. I think it's on Netflix though. I actually didn't really care too much about Amy Winehouse until that film, and when I first watched it, I got emotional about Amy Winehouse, and then I started listening to her music, and like, watching stuff that she mm. used to do, like interviews, and, and I kind of understood her more after yeah. watching the documentary, like gave me a good... Where was she, where was she from? Um, I think London. Yeah, I think London. London. 
Um, she was a, she was an incredible singer. Yeah, and it really helps you understand the struggles. Of yeah, yeah. Star or like. So what what actually like happened? What was her downfall then? Like, how did it? It was like she wasn't really made to be on a stage mm. in front of millions of people. Yeah, like she always it always was said that she prefers being in kind of quite quiet rooms with small groups and yeah. like singing there and then the pressure of her like massive crowds and all the repetitive concerts led her to mm. heroin and alcoholism and then just around about the brink of her trying to help herself she died because the alcohol in her blood was like too much yeah so it's actually really just tragic mm. because well there's there's mm. a thing in it it's like and loads of others. It's like the twenty. It's called the Twenty Seven Club. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Mm. Where you die at twenty seven. Yeah, pretty much. Whereas like loads of celebrities have died at the age of twenty seven. Mm. Mm. But like, it's it's really crazy when you hear when you hear her voice at like the age of sixteen, and it was already amazing, yeah. and then the potential that had. Mm. She was massive, wasn't she? She was. What, what, when did she die? When, what, that was a while ago now. It was like 2009 or 2011. Mm. Yeah, she did a lot of drugs. I think in one of the shots of the film, you can see like needle holes in between her toes. Oh, God. And apparently, once you get to that point, you've got like maybe a, a one year or two year life expectancy or something. Yeah. It was 2011. There's one film I haven't put on, but that was incredible. It was called um, The Dirt. Mm. Uh, basically. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody on acid. <laughs> hmm. uh, it's about Motley Crue, the band Motley Crue, mm. and yeah, it's just oh, it's just crazy. It's, yeah, literally Bohemian Rhapsody on acid. That's why. Mm. That's. that's <laughs> Try. Try. <laughs> I think I already know what it is, but like, all right. So my number five is called Miss Stevens. And um, it's not a very well-known film, uh, but it has, like, my favourite actor of all time in Timothy Chalamet. And uh, fun fact about this film, I actually, my English lit teacher was called Miss Stevens. Mm. And the film is about just a teacher who doesn't have to do stuff for this, like, drama class, but she just, like, goes all out. But it's... She goes all out, but then you find out that she's really sad on the inside. And there's, like, a really interesting scene. And Timothy Chalamet plays, like, a really troubled um, guy. And he's like, just tell me what you said about, just tell me what you said about, just tell me what you said about. And she literally just, like, breaks down. And I think that's... That's, like, the stuff that we don't normally get with teachers. We think, oh... They're okay, they're just doing their own shit. Yeah. But then it's, no, they're humans too. And even yeah. if they do walk in and just deliver all of the lesson, they got their own shit going on. Yeah. And it's just like... It's mental. And also, there is a scene, because Timothy Chalamet plays like a drama student, there is a scene that really submits him as like one of the best actors of his generation. And if not like one of... The the best actors in like Hollywood. But yeah, I just like Miss Stevens because it's just like a what year was that? Two thousand fifteen. Okay. You can actually watch it on Netflix. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I'll give that a watch. Yeah. It's interesting. It's quite a unique 
subject for a film. Yeah, it's, it's good when they do that because yeah, you it's something you've never like thought about before. Yeah, like, yeah, like like you said, you just think you, t- you don't really think about teachers. Yeah, I think my year in school drove a French teacher out of the school. Yeah, we've done that. She went to Peru or something. <laughs> We're all the way. Yeah. Went to Wales. <laughs> made, made a few cry in there. Feel bad now. No, but like people are throwing dictionaries at her and stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I felt really bad about it. I mean, I wasn't the one throwing the dictionaries, better obviously. Than knives, well, if you threw a dictionary yeah. like you threw a dog. I was a good boy. <laughs> I was going to say, better than knives, isn't yeah. it? No, my mum took French really seriously, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, my next film is Django. Oh, yeah. oh Unchained. The Django. Yeah. Django. Uh, just Tarantino at his best, I think. <laughs> mm. Just incredible cast, incredible story, costume, location, just everything. Uh, yeah, costume especially, as well as the stuff they wear in that. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Mm. Um, I've got you saying incredible now. I keep saying incredible. <laughs> <so> <laughs> <many> <laughs> <times>. <laughs> um, incredible. <laughs> That's going to be my catchphrase now. Uh, yeah, who's oh, what's the guy? Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz and Leonardo DiCaprio, Samuel Jackson, Michael Fox. Yeah, brilliant cast. Uh, the dinner, I think the dinner table bit where he sm- that is probably the best scene because it's, it's so like because in your head it's like you know that they think he knows and he doesn't know, and yeah. then it all kicks off. Yeah, and I think Leonardo looks brilliant because he. They've even given him crap teeth. <laughs> but you don't see that a lot in films. Because mm. I love it in films where they set it in the 1800s, 1700s. And the Hollywood Hollywood actors got pearly white teeth. <laughs> like pearly pearly whites. Yes. <laughs> love when people say that. Pearly whites. Pearly whites. But yeah. The bit where... Um, the bit where they my, go to cut his dick off. That was... Yeah. I was, I was on the edge of my seat watching that. Yeah. I was like, when he's hung upside down, yeah. There are some things you do not do. <laughs> yeah, I think... <laughs> and let me tell you, that is not one of the things you do. I think men tend to have a bit more emotional investments in that scene. Where, um, Michael Fox starts whipping the guy as well. Mm. Actually, that was like... <laughs> it's one of those moments where you're like... Yeah, yeah, that is a satisfying, like... Bit like big karma. Mm. And the la- is a, obviously a classic Tarantino ending where everyone dies in a shootout and there's mm-hmm. loads of blood. It's <laughs> a massive explosion. Brilliant. Cool. Well, that's actually a really nice lead-on for my uh, 2015 film. Because it's also um, Well, it's very similar. <laughs> I p- hate for late. Yes. Oh, so, yes. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Literally that was, very similar. That was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. But yeah, like, you know, the whole film, the... Mm. Pretty much three hours is set in <laughs> set in a log cabin. Yeah, but it, yeah, and it's one location and like yeah, for one like location for pretty much two and two and a half of those hours. I'm like, where the hell is this going? Yeah, that's what I mean. I like, you what? never be able to predict a Tarantino film. No, ever. Wow. so it's just they accidentally broke an authentic guitar. Yeah, that as well. Did they? Because um, the one that the woman's playing is like. A really Daisy fam- old yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a really famous authentic guitar yeah. that cost loads to get and they had one that Kurt Russell was gonna break which was a prop. No right. grabbed the wrong one <laughs> oh, and no. smashed it. Oops. And her reaction to that scene's genuine because she's like Jesus yeah. Kurt for fuck's sake. Yeah. That's the bit when he spews up blood as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, the coffee scene. It's, re- it's really it's really weird. Coffee. It's like it's re- it's almost like a video game. It's like the way 
It's like it's food, very mystery, food, isn't it? It's like yeah, it's right. really mystery. It's like and then, so, and then someone poisoned the coffee, and everyone's like, <gasps> that, that narration always gets me because it's like um, someone's poisoned the coffee, and then he just goes on. He's like, in this scene, somebody's poisoned the coffee, yeah, and that's why this chapter is crawled. She's poisoned the coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like. It. And I was like, thank, thanks. He's for that very explanation. unique in a Tarantino the way he shots like those films. Mm. Yeah, and, excellent film that is. Excellent ending as well. And, I thought it was quite unique. Everyone dies. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit mental, that. Mm. Like when they're Samuel hanging Jackson's that woman, like, really? on a bed. And, Samuel uh, Jackson no, gets his ball shot. Um, Jamie Foxx mm. is, you know, the, the almost. Yeah, yeah. The situation downstairs that happens to Samuel yeah. Jackson as well mm. in the basement with Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum yeah, because yeah, I remember I, I read the cast before I watched it. And I, like, the whole way through, I was like, where the hell's Channing Tatum then? Yeah. And right at the end, he yeah. just kind of <laughs> shoots his balls off. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I thought it was interesting. It's a, it's a really good, like, it's a Western film. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's snowing. Quentin Tarantino has no problems when it comes to, you know, shooting any characters' testicles. <laughs> but, like, I uh, thought it's got to be the first Western film I've ever seen set in the snow. It's like Once mm. Upon a Time in Hollywood when... Have I haven't seen, seen it. it. No. Don't, okay. don't well, ruin it because I really want to yeah. watch that. <laughs> but, but I... Yeah. Yeah. Excellent for that. Mm-hmm. Right, well, I'm down to my number one, so I don't oh. know if you want me to wait. Yeah, we should wait until everyone's down to number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, okay. We've got a few left. <laughs> reveal all right. them all at once. Um, Is that back to Troy then? Uh, how oh, many yeah. Jack are left? I've got a. Uh, one more? Yeah, um, one more before my number one. Oh, okay, you might as well see that one then. Yeah, uh, Anomalisa, which is it's an animated film in 2015. And it focuses on like isolation, and mm. it's just really weird. I didn't think of animation. It, it, it's like it's not aimed towards kids. There's a six-minute sex scene with animated characters in it. Oh, six minutes. Six minutes. Yeah. Six. <laughs> six <laughs> bloody minutes. He's doing well. So that was quite weird uh, to watch. Is it like? I was looking at my watch like, oh, this is. <laughs> this is dragging on a bit. It's going on for quite a there while. There's like no cuts. It was just like. <laughs> It was supposed to make it feel more real, and it did feel more real. But I was <laughs> definitely kind of made, I was feeling like, you know, <laughs> it's kind of weird watching essentially two pieces of clay be slowly. Oh wait, it's, it's, it's like, like stop motion. <laughs> oh animation. right, okay, okay. So they animated a sex scene bit by bit. Wow. With stop motion. Wow. Why <laughs> you been like making that? You seen? <laughs> like, you, have is that, anyone seen Team America? Yeah. Yeah, because it's got this uh, like ten minute sex scene with Thunderbird puppets, <laughs> and it's very graphic. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Thunderbirds! What's the film called? Team America. You know, Team America. You know that song that you were singing, America. <laughs> Fuck, that's where it comes from. It's very <laughs> racist. Mm. Yeah. There is a bit. Not that only the focus of this film, but it's a bit where he runs out the bathroom and it just like shows all of this fifty year old man and like his his. Freaking clay dong swinging around. It's <laughs> <laughs> clay, like clay dong. Anyway, yeah, it's a really good film. Aside from uh, the new I, I think and, like, the, sex w- in it, the so. weirdest animation film I've watched is the one we watched in that London Film Festival, the man who wants to be a dog. Yeah, that was so. It was so unnecessary. Yeah, a bit odd that. Mm. Anyway. Okay, on to you, Troy. To me. Okay, the point was just Troy and Cameron going like back uh. and forth. Well, I mean, I've only got, I, like I said, I don't have a number one, but I've only got three left until my film for 2019, so... Yeah, I, oh, I got two left. I've got one. Four. <laughs> um, 
Do you want me to miss out? Oh, wait. I'll miss out two. Okay. Um, okay, so my fourth one is Inception. Oh! oh. Is that the first of the series? Does, hmm? any, does anyone film it? Inception, is Yeah. Am I thinking of something else? Inception's like the one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm thinking of like Divergent and all that. Oh, yeah, right. that sort of made the end of my list, but I cut it out. Oh, uh, no, I haven't seen Inception. It's so fucking good. <laughs> Just like Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's made a few appearances in this. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's like the layer of dreams that I just absolutely like loved, and it's the fact that he has to come to terms with himself, which is like the big mm. ending finale of it. Um, I just like it because it's just so. You think that it's, you think that it's all over, but it's they're not all over, and then it goes back to the beginning, and then you think it's over, but then it might be over. Which, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Nope. It's yeah. just a good it's film. Dreams within dreams. <laughs> oh right, okay. Oh, it's very complicated. Wheels, I think it's very uh, interesting. Uh, okay. yeah. Is it? Is it sort of? It's like all, what's the thing called? It's like sleep paralysis or something. It's like by the when end. You think you've woken up? You haven't. By the end, there's about five different layers of reality. Oh. <laughs> and you're trying to keep on board with all of them at the same time. Yeah. And they all mm. affect one another. Yeah. Mm. I have to give that one a watch. So and I, I know it'll be good because Leonardo's in it. <laughs> you just know it's going to be a decent. Mm. Shall I move on to? How many of you are? I got two more left, but can I make an honourable honourable mention yeah, go on, go on. to Split? Oh, yes. mm. I got to put that in. And, yeah, that's just incredible. James McElroy. Macaroni. <laughs> yeah, that's... Macaroni boy. <laughs> yeah, that's Ma- Mames Jacket Again, boy. That's like one of the most incredible pieces of acting I've seen mm. to play that many characters in one film and just switch between the two instantly. Mm. Uh, but yeah, my next two are documentary slash films. Right. So the first one's called Montage of Heck. And it's, it's, a, it's pretty much what the Amy one was, but for Kurt Cobain. And yeah, that again made me weep because, <laughs> mm. like, they show footage of when he's three years old, four years old, <laughs> right up until the day he died. Mm. And it's animated as well, oh, so they, they they show animations of like while they're narrating over it, and it's really, really well done. And the same as Amy, he was like, did not really want to be that famous. Mm. Like he would, he just didn't really. Didn't, just didn't like being famous at all because they with the thing is uh, Nirvana it was literally overnight they released, released an album and the next day they woke up biggest band in the world and yeah. that was quite hard <laughs> to deal with pressure. and he hate you know he hated doing interviews because people and he hated like all the ju- all the journalists <laughs> sorry Joy <laughs> but kept asking him like what do these lyrics mean what does this song mean and he's just like he just just listen to it. Just don't <laughs> keep stop asking me questions. Yeah, that's like one thing that I want to set out not to do. Like yeah. Asking the same questions. Because if you look in like some interviews, mm. and I know it's like not the same, but um, there's an interview where Tom Holland is being interviewed by his friend in the film. Yeah. It's Friday Homecoming. And his friend goes, what's it like to be Spider-Man? And Tom Holland goes, please stop telling me what it's like to be yeah. Spider-Man. So many people have asked that <laughs> question. Yeah. And, you know, just like asking people the same question day in day out mm. and like watching the interview you think oh they're only doing it like yeah. one, one day they have to go through about 20 yeah. interviews a day 
I think that's it with journalists. You've got to try and find like a unique question. You yeah. like try and find no one asked, no one's asked. What is your perfect Sunday? <laughs> 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 what do you think you is like the best John Lewis Christmas advert? How would you like My perfect race? Sunday. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, montage of heck. One of the best documentaries I've ever seen. Just of heck. Montage of heck. Yeah. It's, oh, a, bit, it's a bit weird in some points, but the start of the fo- like it's got home footage as well that he's videoed it around his house. Mm. And so you know, sometimes he's off his face on heroin and that in the videos, and this trying to raise his daughter as well, and the amount of pr- like things he had off the press because um, it was rumored that when his girlfriend Courtney was pregnant, she was doing heroin while she was pregnant, and they were like, they were just saying Kurt Cobain and his heroin baby and all that stuff, and yeah, mm. it's quite bad. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'll try and wrap up uh, the next three then. So I know we ain't got a lot of time. So 2016, then I put Sully, which is about uh, uh, it's a pilot. The pilot one, yeah. Tom Hanks. To be able to process that, because when yeah. you said Sully, all I could think <laughs> Monsters of Monsters Inc. Inc. Monster. <laughs> and I was like, well, you did. Yeah, it's a standalone <laughs> film. Why hasn't he? Yeah, I thought that was really good again. Obviously, that was in the news a lot. Yeah. But, um, Based on a real story. You know, how amazing is that? Is that the one where he the, flew upside down? It? No, it's. um. He landed a, the plane in the know? Hudson River oh, without that was uh, it, yeah. any injuries at all. Mm. Like, you know, emergency plane crash on water yeah, with yeah. no injuries. It's like remarkable. That's incredible. But yeah, but that obviously, that the actual pilot, um, you know, he went through, he got so much shit from the press saying, oh, you could have made it back to the airport and mm. how everything like that. So that was really good. I thought Tom Hanks was really good at that. Yeah. Uh, 2017, I put Baby Driver, which I know when I said this to Troy, sort of gave me the eyes. <laughs> I know this was on his list. Yeah, that's an incredible. But, um, we can do this together if you want, Troy. I just, I like, I just really like the film because of the soundtracks that he makes. Oh, the yeah. soundtrack, and it's just mm. so. You can even the starting scene where he's like, "Bob Adams." Yeah, Bob Adams. Yeah. Yeah, they, I, you you can buy the vinyl of Baby Driver, yeah. and I really want that. Oh, that's, that would be really cool. I think I don't know if like you can, but Ansel Elgort was such like a teen heartthrob thing yeah. with me. But then he did that film, and I was like, oh shit, he can act. Yeah, mm. yeah. Really Have you seen the behind the scenes of when they're doing the car chase? Yeah, there's like a there's crane literally a thing. crane and a guy mm. sat on top of the car. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, controversial now, and is it? But uh, <laughs> Kevin Spacey was really good in that. Like, yeah, <laughs> but he's a he, he was a really good actor. He was, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just, just ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Moving on. Jamie Fox as well. He's in that. Mm. Yeah, really good. Um, twenty eighteen. Then I did uh, Infinity War, which I don't think needs a lot of exclamation. It's fucking Infinity War. Right? Exactly. We'll get we'll get onto that. So. The yeah. whole episode about the Marvel Universe. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we've all got one left now. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Carry on going around with Jack. Oh, me? Yes. <laughs> all right, then. Number one, then. Right, number one, uh, Blade Runner 2049. Nice, nice. It's all right. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a bad film. My number one. Could be worse. Um, but no, it was, for me, it was just like a perfect sequel. Uh, you got Roger Deakins and Dennis Villeneuve. I don't think it's pronounced Villeneuve. It is, isn't it? From Queen. I'm not... That's Roger Taylor. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And John Deacon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I was going to say, Roger Deacon's from Queen. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Roger whole thing... Roger Mercury. <laughs> Just me. looks absolutely incredible. Yeah, I've seen some, like, Freddy. screenshots from that film. Yeah. yeah. All the cyberpunk stuff, that's... 
that's my jam. Isn't it like 30 years between the two films or something? Yeah, so time. Harrison Ford gets like 30 years older. Because I, I remember they did the same something as Irishman where they CGI'd someone's face to look younger. There's like think. a woman in it. Uh, I'm not sure her name. Hmm. Um, was it uh, Rachel? I don't, I've never seen it, but I've seen the bit where... Yeah, they basically CGI'd her face to look the same age as she did in the first film. Yeah, it was Rachel, um, for his, uh, it was like, the romantic interest mm. for, I can't remember the names of the characters, is it like Deckard? He's, Deckard is not his romantic interest. No, 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 no Deckard, <laughs> Deckard's romantic interest is Rachel, is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. And she comes back in later on in 2049 looking exactly the same. Oh, I know what you mean now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the plot also is really good. I'm not saying Ryan, I'm not saying Ryan Gosling and like Harrison. Ford <laughs> no, I was gonna say yeah, because <laughs> oh, he's in love with his little hologram wifey, isn't he? Hologram wifey. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> she said, "Do you love me?" I tell her only partly. I only love my hologram wifey <laughs> and, and Rick Deckard. Uh, That's the one I use on Tinder all the time. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite a relatable story as well, because it's basically about a guy uh, coming to the terms with the fact that he's not special at all. Because <laughs> you, you think sad. it's going to be a sort of hero's journey kind of thing, but it's got a twist on it. Yeah. He yeah. thinks he's the the chosen one, but he's not. Ryan Gosling again for you. <laughs> <laughs> In the top two. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Check. My number one film of this decade is Climax from 2016. Which I bloody love because it's uh, it's a film about um, a dance group in 1996. It's based on a true story. A dance group in 1996 in France got spiked with acid, and it's so weird. Like never has a film disturbed me so much. <laughs> but it was kind of, it was kind of like looking at a car crash. Like I couldn't take my eyes yeah. away from all the stuff that was happening. And mm. it was, there's about 30 characters, but you understand exactly what everyone's going through and it's just really it's really scary it's really creepy so the dance like a dance group got spiked with that was it like on purpose yeah well wow, some, somebody on did it on purpose who gets revealed right at the end of the film who, mm. who it actually was but they also they go for a phrase of freaking out they throw someone out into the freezing cold because they think it's them and he's on acid as well and he like oh shit like a bunch of people die and then the police come in the morning to just find, like, people scratching at their eyes. Oh, God. There's this one, like, ten-year-old boy that gets locked in a closet, and he's on acid. It's really dark, Jesus but I couldn't, Christ. I couldn't not watch it. That's not, yeah, that sounds really, like, unique as well. Sounds a little bit unsettling. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really disturbing. He's <laughs> the top on, and he's talking about unsettling. <laughs> Troy? Yeah. I'm going to get straight to the point. Because I couldn't just put like one film on. I'm gonna say just the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> just like there's been nothing like it. There, there actually has been nothing like it. It is its own animal, really. Twenty-four films, just Sorry, yeah, twenty-four films That's over cool. ten years, telling different stories and interweaving into one like big narrative and just it just works like if you if you if you do the thing and you do it right it just works yeah like <laughs> as, as you just said it 
like even if you don't like superheroes, you you kind of have to respect that. Listen, they got a good thing <laughs> going. At me for? No, no, no. But like, they got like a <laughs> listen. <laughs> you know, they got a really good thing going, and just like. I surely have. Even <laughs> no, but even money. like every other studio is trying to duplicate it, mm. like the Harry Potter one, the Jane, the James wow. Bond. Film. I'm pretty sure Harry, Harry Potter was before yeah, Harry Marvel. Was first. <laughs> no, but like if you if you get what I mean, like those the Harry Potter films were done, and now they're trying to be like Fantastic Beasts somewhere to find them. They're trying to be like they're trying to get like a Dumbledore movie off the floor. Oh shit! They're trying to do like all this stuff, but they're trying to make like a Harry Potter cinematic. Universe. I don't actually want to do anything after Fantastic Beasts, but so like they should just. I think, just like Mar- Marvel's, just like so. It's just a- fucking wins. Mar- it literally just fucking wins. Marvel is a Marvel, and of course, it's like the highest-grossing film of all time. So if anyone tells you otherwise, tell them to fuck off. <laughs> Alright then, Josh. Right, try how you're going to beat that. Alright, Josh, how are you going to one up the entire Marvel <laughs> Cinematic <laughs> Universe? Right, so, the film? DC Cinematic Universe. <laughs> 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 Batman vs. Okay, Superman. So, <laughs> the Harry Emoji Potter <laughs> Cinematic <laughs> Universe is what I'm going for. Emoji movie. Yeah, that's my favourite. Uh, this isn't my number one, by the way. This is just my last film on the list. Uh, uh, it's another documentary film. It's called All This Mayhem. Uh, one of those ones where you just click on something to watch and it it turns up being one of the most engrossing things you've ever seen. <laughs> like I was I was absolutely oh. What's it about? Right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> drop yourselves in. Again, again. What's it called again? So mayhem. All, all this mayhem. Right. And again, it's skateboarding, so that's probably why I clicked on it. But I've never heard of them before. There was these two brothers in the eighties, I think. Two Australian brothers. Called Ben and Tas Papas, Tas Papas, Tas Papas and Tas Ben Papas. Papas, brilliant names. <laughs> and yeah, literally, it shows them uh, learning to skate in Australia. And long story short, they end up getting really, really good because uh, one, of, they're sort of like both contra- uh, con- contrasting. Like the older brother, he's really like quite boisterous and cocky. Mm. The other one's quite quiet and reserved. But they bounce off each other really, really well and. They end up uh, at 16 years old, grabbing all the money together, flying to from Australia to Florida with no money, trying to like get somewhere skating. They know where to stay, just flew to Florida, ended up sleeping in a skate park, and yeah, they become the big, the two biggest skateboarders in the world at that time. They were over, overtook Tony Hawk in the rankings. They they were beating Tony Hawk in every competition. They actually had a big falling out with him because. Uh, <laughs> after Ben won of the, one of the, the the world skater of the year or something, Tony Hawk came up with him and was like, oh, I really thought I should have won that. And Tass came up Mate. Like, Fuck off, you fossil. <laughs> it was like, really, oh, it was so funny though. Like the, the stuff they were saying to him. They were like, just grow up. And, uh, so based off true events then. Yeah, it's it real, yeah. real people, yeah. And it gets to the point where they get so much money and, and they just obviously drugs and they get really off the rails. And... One of them gets uh, deployed back to Australia because he tries to go back with cocaine uh, and he gets stopped at customs and gets banned from America. Then, yeah, he ends up actually um, killing his girlfriend. Actually committing homicide and killing his girlfriend then kills himself. And then, yeah, the... The, the one the brother that's left, he just loses his mind. Like, yeah, it's it's, a, it's based a true story, and it's 
is really like you would not think from the first scene it's going to end up there and yeah, uh, that took me by surprise, that film. I think you've beat the models in my <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Well, like Last I said, but not least. Well, it's not, not my favourite film, but I've done top film for 2019 and I've gone with Joker. Mm. So, it's the biggest film of 2019, I Yeah, I'm really hoping that gets an Oscar, to be honest, next year. So what, the, the biggest, to- the most, to- it's got to be the most talked about film in 2019. What is then? Well, like Iron Man 5. End <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't 2019, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It's it's April. Does Endgame deserve an Oscar? No. 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 I think no, it doesn't. Yeah, it's the highest grossing film of all time. That, that, that feels like, like it was ages mm. ago. But yeah, I really do hope Joker wins an Oscar. So, oh, well. Because I've seen like, all the behind-the-scenes things on that. I think like, he will. I think mm. he will. The, the body transformation that he has to go through. Yeah, cause yeah you, Joker I, and Phoenix, him, at yeah. least, yeah, deserves an Oscar. But you see him in interviews. I haven't seen the film, but I've seen, obviously... How you say Joaquin? Joaquin. I've seen him in interviews, and it just—he looks completely Joaquin. different. Yes, yeah, absolutely incredible. I think, like you know, Troy said that it's not really like a Joker origin story, or like tries to relate to anything else. It's just mm. like it's like nothing. It is its own thing. Yeah. Like, but yeah, really amazing. Can, seen, I, can I disagree? Joaquin. Well, in, well you in did movie, say yeah. that. You said it's not necessarily a Joker origin story, but. I don't think it was trying to be. It, it wasn't trying. That's the same guy. Yeah, yeah like that a was year before the joke. But it wasn't trying to be. It Obviously, was, it had to have some relation. Yeah, it was. A, it wasn't trying to be a Joker origin story, but then at the same time, it tried to be an origin story for Batman. Well, that's what I mean. Like, it had to yeah. obviously relate to some way. Yeah. But yeah. Um. As well, really nice soundtrack as well. So. Mm. Yeah. Have you seen the <laughs> the meme where he's? Walking through the hall laughing. And they put Seth Rogen's laugh over the top. Yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. Whereas like the stairs where they filmed the dancer scene in New York now, yeah. like that was they were just stairs. Yeah, yeah. But now everybody goes there yeah. every day and it's like, like re- taking it's photos. It's like a religious It's like the Rocky thing. steps. Yeah. yeah. I think on Google Maps it's listed as a religious location. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the same as uh you know, I was yeah, the Rocky Steps. Yeah. I've got famous... a really solid Joker meme here that you just reminded me of. Before we put this about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that with so many pictures. Oh dear. He is having a hearty chuckle. <laughs> hearty chuckle. We, oh, now we got, we got a bloody pick. Should we pick top three then of, of all of them? Um, we can do, if you want. What are the long podcasts? What were, the, uh, what were the duplicates? We had Baby Driver, Wolf oh, yeah, of Wall so Street. Yeah, me and you had Wolf of Wall Street. Drive. Both drive. Which had to drive. drive. Baby Driver. Um, anything involving driving driver. is going in. So I'm guessing they're probably the top three then if we've had you know, a duplicate. Oh, yeah, I guess then. you could say that. Yeah. Drive, Baby Driver, what Wolf of Wall Street. I I think I'd have to put Wolf of Wall Street top. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. I don't really enjoy it to be honest. Well, I, haven't, really? I haven't seen Drive. So. No, I mean, so I don't know. I, 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 I haven't seen Drive. I'd say you need to. I'll bring my Blu-ray up. Driver, then Wolf of Wall Street, then Drive. Really? Just because Baby Driver can appeal to everyone. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. Absolutely fucking not. And Drive, like it hits you when you're in a very particular mood. Like, yeah. I watched that on my own at like one in the morning 
and then Sad when it ended, hours. I was like, I felt so good. I mean, I don't know why I felt so good. It was just kind of the feeling when you see a film mm. and it really impacts you on a, a, like yeah. a, a yeah. good level. Yeah, I'll settle for that though. It didn't yeah. come first on my list, so nice. Yeah. So after wrap it up, thanks for listening. There you go then. End of Arrivederci. We've <laughs> <laughs> had a, a cracking Happy New Year. Ten years. Oh yeah. Oh, see you in a decade. Oh, got him. <laughs> 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 what a class joke. <laughs> Just say see you. My family's going to get very sick of that. <laughs> got him. All right. See you next decade. The sign off done. Yeah. Show you. Button. Oh my life. Oh, so it is actually oh, boiling. I'm starving now. Yeah. We've actually been here for five years. I know. <laughs> it's actually already 2013 now. I know. We're <laughs> we're to do the whole next it's just like other young kids here.